Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to Never Heard of It, a Night Shift Radio original. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review if you're so inclined. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. So I finally watched uh, Plan B. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, last night we, we sat down to, uh, to relax for the evening and I, I asked Ellen if she wanted to do a movie night. And she said yes, she would, she would like that. Uh, wow, and so spoiler. We were, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, we, we were scrolling around through through the Hulu uh, because depending on how I feel about signing back up for that, I, I may lose them later this month as my Spotify subscription comes to an end. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I stumbled across Plan B and I was like, oh, wait a second. This was, this was one of the Syracuse movies. And we read the description. She's like, I'd watch this. And uh, it was a delight. It, it is a very delightful uh, Natalie Morales directed. Uh, I think she did uh-huh. a really great job with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that was one of the last, uh, that was the last film I I worked on, uh, actually. I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. Uh, I mean, I was uh, very we're, we're like, talking. you know, I wasn't on set. I was, you know, more yeah. uh, back-end production side uh, or, you know, uh, office management side. But yeah. It's wild because the the more uh, the more I get to know you and your uh, your local film associates, the more names I recognize in the credits of the movies. <laughs> right, which <laughs> uh, brings up a really good point. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of the people that worked on Plan B uh, are mm-hmm. in fact working on our film. Yes, Somnium, which was very exciting. Yes, uh, which you can uh, check out a little bit more about at uh, nightshiftradio.com/somnium, and uh, they're on. You will see a, a link where you can uh, contribute to helping us uh, fund this film because, uh, as we are fond of saying, we have been shit talking other people's movies for nearly four years. Uh, by the time by the time we do this, it will have been at least four years. Uh, we're ready to put your money where our mouths are. <laughs> yes, and it, it is time. So Somnium is a is a cool short film. It's a sci fi thriller. Uh, it's it's kind of been described as uh, rearview mirror meets Black Mirror. Um, and, uh, review black mirror. It's a rear view black mirror. <laughs> I, I think that, uh, and it's super exciting. You know, we have a lot of really great talent on there. So, you know, we've mentioned before, but Dave Maslin is our director. Uh, he has brought you films like a quiet place part two, uh, you know, plan B he's worked on the binge. He worked on, I mean, he's worked on a lot of really, really great movies, um, fantastic films. And, uh, he is our director. Um, we have, uh, a, a lot of other great people. We've got a really cool, 
Um, director of photography. She goes by Notes. Um, she is on Twitch, twitch.tv slash, uh, I think it's Art Dump by Notes. I have to look that up. Now I can't remember her Twitch name, but I know that is her uh, Instagram name. Um, but Notes, she's going to be our director of photography. Again, she has uh, done uh, done work on a lot of great films, including things like The Binge, uh, Plan B. She is currently working on The Binge 2. Um, uh, so, and then after that, she's jumping right to us. Uh, so we've got, we've got a, we've got a cool crew. We've got a lot that we're really doing. We just dropped a little teaser, um, uh, only a few days ago and coming up, we're going to have a full on commercial for, for it that we're going to be pushing out, um, to get people excited and to want to donate to this film so we can make a really cool film. We're so excited. I'm so excited. So excited. We're making a movie. Um, Michael, on another like really wild note, uh, so you will recall, and audience uh, listeners, uh, you you won't know this, but uh, just before we hit record, we were we were talking a little bit about the the movie End on the Apocalypse, which you may remember from a, a couple Christmases ago uh, that we watched and we loved a, a delightful musical uh, Christmas themed uh, zombie rom com, uh, just a little bit of something for everyone. I love it, uh, starring of course the the fantastic Ella Hunt. And we were talking about this because uh, the, in the uh, the movie that we'll be discussing uh, this coming weekend called Shanghai Fortress, there's a couple of characters that we thought uh, deserved a, a love story more akin to Lisa and Chris from Anna and the Apocalypse. We didn't actually like come out and say those words, but that's what that's what I was thinking about as we ended the, the last recording. So we were discussing that. All of that to say, do you know what other movie we've discussed that Ella Hunt was in? Um, Robot Overlords. Robot Overlords. <laughs> Robot Overlords with Gillian Anderson and Ben Kingsley. Yes. Sir Ben Kingsley. Sir. Excuse me. <laughs> Trevor? <laughs> Trevor. Um, yeah, yeah, Robot Overlords. I forgot that she's she's one of the kids in, in that movie. I mean, the kid, but she's, you know, like 19 or whatever. But yeah, she she was one of the, the, the main characters of that movie too. Yeah. Totally forgot about that and saw like... In- Saw that on her IMDb page just now, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> you made that that connection like the neurons refired in your brain. You're like, "Oh yeah," because I think we did Robot Overlords before we did Anna and the Apocalypse, right? I believe so. Yes, yeah. I, it yes. has been four years, guys. Uh, coming up next month, by the way, is four years of having done the Never Heard of Podcast, and we'll be starting year five. And we ain't stopping. Uh, It's so, so many movies. So many fucking movies. So it's so hard to remember. Like there are so many. I have have like a notes app list uh, of like a bunch of movies that I was like, we should cover this at one point. And I opened it back up to add a couple of movies in. And I was like scrolling through and I was like, oh, we covered that one. Oh, we covered that one. Oh, we covered because like I had Lemon in there. And I had like, (laughs) there was like two others. I was like, oh shit, we covered, we covered that movie. I gotta, I gotta take that out. Uh, And I was like, oh shit, that's. Wild. That was wild. I have have almost proposed uh, duplicates in the in the past. Yeah. Although I I think it would be interesting for some films to consider like going back and doing a like a, a rewatch and like do we think differently about this uh, now than we did however many years ago. Now that's not something I would want to do for all or even most of the films. I feel like it would have to be either just like a special theme month or like some bonus episodes or something. But yeah, I think that could be kind of interesting. I definitely feel like at some anniversary, we have to go back and rewatch uh, Billy the Kid vs. Dracula because that was yeah. the one that started it all. So like that's definitely one we'd go back and and talk about. 
Um, go back and do a, a, a remastered uh, episode <laughs> with director's commentary. So much better. So much better. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that was, I remember listening to that episode when it when it dropped, though, and just being so stoked on it. Even even though it did, like, it kind of sounded like garbage. It and did. we had no idea what the hell we were doing. Like, just that, like, the moment, uh, <laughs> like, when he throws the fucking gun. When he gun. throws the gun at the, oh, it was so... <laughs> Oh, memories. Yeah. And now here we are and, you know, fancy. We've got a whole freaking podcast company and fancy mics and we're in separate locations with nice sound treated walls and not <laughs> and not yeah. crouched in front of my uh, living room yes. apartment. Uh, with blue each, snowball mic. Each with a small dog on our lap. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if, if we were ever able to... My poor little baby Pinchy. Oh, so no. sweet. Um, if we were ever able to get into like really good graces with with folks at Bungie, I would want to see an updated hunter empowered melee where you could throw your gun instead of a knife. <laughs> I feel like that needs to happen. <laughs> like you you like, you know, pow, 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 and then you like shake it because like or you like you look at an empty thing and then just throw the gun. That would be so fucking funny. I have it. Oh my god! It could be like a special weapon called the Nahoit, and it's one of its perks is that it changes your listen <laughs> your melee to you throw the gun. We know Bungie people are listening, especially because of the episodes that are airing right now. We have a huge tie to a lot of Destiny stuff because the Witch Queen is coming out in like a week. We know you're listening. Uh-huh, Call uh-huh. us. Make- Make, make it happen. Make it happen. Make this gun happen, make, you know? Have it be uh, like a cl- like a total like Colt 45 style like hand cannon and just like the the perk like no matter what your class it changes your your empowered melee to you and like just, the effect is you throw a gun. You just throw a gun at their face, a little six shooter. That's great. That's- <laughs> maybe maybe just 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 for shits and giggles, maybe have it do uh you know, additional melee damage because you threw the gun. Because you threw the gun, <laughs> right. <laughs> That needs to happen. It does. Yeah. It does. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, video games. Now, I'm going uh, to completely shift gears on you here. All right? Oh. Okay. I stumbled across it. Now, listen. Okay? Audience, hang on. I'm going to preface something. Okay? Okay. I don't read very often. Okay? I, I don't. I, I want Fair. to. I used to read all the time. But honestly... I spent, I mean, with Storyteller series, I spend a lot of time reading short stories whenever they get, you know, submitted <laughs> in. And I read scripts. I love to read scripts. Um, that's that's like my thing, right? You know, yeah. I'm a writer and I write scripts and I like to read scripts. I don't read books very often. Um, I stumbled across a show on HBO Max called Pure. Um, it is a UK show uh, uh, and it's it's fantastic. And it's actually based on a book called Pure by uh, uh, an author by the name of Rose Cartwright. Um, and I I ordered this book. I was like, I am so into this show that I uh, I actually ordered this book with intentions of of reading this book. Um, so okay. so the show is about uh, is about a woman who um, has uh, well it's diagnosed as OCD um, obsessive compulsive disorder but specifically it's severe um, intrusive uh, sexual thoughts so like okay. she'll be having a conversation with someone and like in her mind 
it'll be like, what if I just grabbed their genitals and like, you know, did things to them, you know, and like there's the flashes of it. Now, uh, I do want to preface this film uh, or this series is graphic in nature, but there really isn't like, there really isn't like nudity per se. I can't say that I've ever seen any character specifically naked, but you do see them. Uh, oh, that's, that's a lie. There are a couple of scenes of, of like very brief nudity, but, so but they're nasty. like, but they're like flashes <laughs> of things. It's never like anything over sexualized, but it's really her dealing with this mental illness. It is ruining her life. She, uh, throws a, uh, anniversary party for her parents and just starts making these comments and then starts having the vision. And what triggers the whole thing is she ends up having a vision of going down on her mom. And then she flips out on stage because she's giving a speech to like to like to, to celebrate the anniversary. And she has the vision. She's like, bah, and she just like completely mental breakdown. And she just packs her shit and hops on a bus to London and gets off there and ends up staying with with like a college uh, roommate, uh, an old college roommate of hers. She ends up staying at her flat and she tries to like get a job, but she can't get a job because of because of these severe intrusive thoughts. And and I'm now uh, five episodes into like a seven episode season. And she's just now getting in with a therapist to try to get help. But it's a really cool. It's a great story. The main character is great. She actually kind of reminds me of, um, Fleabag. Like it feels very much like that show, which by the way, if you've never watched the show Fleabag, um, I, to this day will say that it is the absolute most perfectly written and produced show I have ever watched in my life. Uh, I have never heard anyone say a single thing bad about it. It is literally the most perfect show I have ever watched. I, I can't like, there is so much about that show, like the writing, the character development, the fourth wall breaking, and then mm -hmm. the fourth wall, fourth wall breaking that happens. It's, it's great. It's so in Fleabag, the main character talks to the camera, but she'll do it in the middle of talking to people. So she'll talk to the people and then she'll be like, oh my God, is this really happening? And then she'll look back at the character and like talk, talk. And the character never makes any sort of reference that this that she has broken the fourth wall. In the end of the series, in, in the last uh, couple episodes, she's actually having a conversation with um, this guy that she really likes. He actually is a priest and they're discussing why they can't get together because he is a man of the cloth and she's, you know, just not a man, a woman uh, of faith and stuff like that. And she leans to the clan and she goes, oh, my God, we're totally going to have sex. And he leans back and he goes, can you stop doing that? And she's like, <laughs> what? And it's the weirdest moment. And it's like, and he's like, you keep turning off and talking. He's like, talk to me. I am here right now. Talk to me. And I was like, what the fuck? This That's is amazing. so good. And he is played by, um, I've, I've forgotten his name now, but he, he's uh, Moriarty in uh, the uh, Benedict oh, Cumberbatch yeah. Shakespeare, or uh, uh, Sherlock. Um, who he is absolutely was, brilliant in, by the way. I was just looking him up the other day because I was having a conversation with uh, with some Brits about uh, some fantastic British television. Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. Uh, and yes. The the topic of of that show came up and like how good all of these actors were to the point where like they started getting cast in other things and no more Sherlock. And no more Sherlock. And, yeah. Andrew Scott is brilliant. Andrew Scott is absolutely brilliant. And uh, his line from that uh, from that Sherlock episode uh, is what spawned the title for Billie Eilish's most famous song um, is uh, uh, when uh, Sherlock comes up to Moriarty and he's sitting there and he's like, you know, well, blah, blah, blah. What do you think you are the queen? And he's like, honey, you should see me in a crown. And that was the, <laughs> that's what made it uh, to her thing of you should see me in a crown. 
Very, very yeah, good. Great episode. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, the character of uh, of John Perry in uh, his Dark Materials. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's in that. He he's he's got a lot of things. I feel like because that was um uh uh what's his name there the Doctor Who showrunner um that did Sherlock uh I've lost his name completely. Oh. oh. Not Russell T Davies. Not Chris Chibnall. Um, but it was. Oh my God! Load faster. Uh, Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat. That's what. Yeah, and and Mark Gaddis, who actually we were specifically talking about how brilliant Mark Gaddis is. Oh yeah, uh, and that's kind of what led us to to Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, but there was there's like that crew of like Stephen Moffat, Russell T Davies, Chris Chibnall, like they're all in like this weird little trio where they made a bunch of fantastic British shows like Broadchurch, Luther, um, Sherlock. Um, there was, there's another one that he did too, that was super good. Um, and, uh, but like, they're all kind of in that group. And then you've got like the David Tennant's and the, um, uh, the what's her names that she, she was just in the, the, uh, the crown now, um, who's, she's been getting a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of plus. Ooh, it's Olivia, uh, Olivia Coleman. Uh, she was in, uh, the crown, but she was in Broadchurch. She was in, um, Doctor Who uh, for an episode. Uh, she was in Sherlock, I think. Like oh, yeah. she bounced around, and now she she's in the Crown, and yeah, is yeah, she's she's wonderful. What did I know her from? Yeah, I mean, she's been in so many Going good things. Back, 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 back. Yeah, I haven't seen The Lobster, but I hear that's a really wild movie. Uh, but most recently, she's in The Lost Daughter, which is supposed to be fantastic. I feel like I I definitely know her from from something else, but yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Nothing matters. Oh, and she's also in Fleabag too. That's that's the other thing that um that lead led me back to that as well. Oh, of course she was in yeah. Mitchell and Webb. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. I I don't know. So oh. Hot Fuzz. Hot fu- yeah, hot fuzz. Yeah. So <laughs> then she's in with the Simon Peggs and, and all those people mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I so Pure is on HBO Max. I, I really, really like the the show. I really, really do. It, it reminded me of of shows like Fleabag and, and other stuff. Like it's just a really, really cool show. And I think more more specifically, I think it's a really cool show for anybody who struggles with any sort of mental illness. Um, that debilitates them from being able to live a normal life. Um, you know, because she at first is like, you know, is trying, she's trying to avoid therapy at all costs, uh, and getting on medicine, which, you know, I mean, if that's, if that's what you need, then do that. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. but like, um, you know, go through all your avenues. That's all I'm saying, you know, consult, consult professionals and go from there. Don't, don't just try to, as she tries to solve it with the bottom of a vodka bottle. Um, and I just think it's a really interesting. It's a really interesting story. I'm very interested to seeing uh, how it plays out um, with that. But also on HBO Max, um, uh, Raised by Wolves season two came out, and I really need to watch that as well because that was such a cool show. That was such a cool show. See, we we spent a good deal of the last couple of nights uh, watching the entirety of the new season of Tacoma HD that, or sorry, Tacoma FD that just dropped. Yeah, uh, in HD the, the series. Tacoma FD in, in HD, HD. Yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> which they they should have taken advantage of, of naming it that. Um, <laughs> which, if if you don't recall, is the the series by uh, some of the Broken Lizard guys. Yep. Um, about the 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 Tacoma Fire Department and uh, an excellent third season. Is it? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, also started the great. 
I huzzah! I fucking huzzah! loved the great. That was such. A, that is a great show. And season two is is uh, just out. That's another thing I have to catch up on. Which I think we're just about to. So we're really not like not behind anymore to the point that like uh, that just came out. So yeah, I, the the great is very interesting because um, it's about it's a true story. I mean, it's about a true story. Like it's about a historical thing. Where Catherine, you know, Catherine the Great, she she fucking killed her husband. She she married yeah. into the she was French. She married into the Russian uh, oligarchy uh, uh, or the uh, the monarchy, and then you know her her husband was an absolute fucking twat. So she she gets pregnant by him, then fucking kills him, and then runs the country amazingly. And in fact, she mm-hmm. is uh, responsible for inoculation. She was very big on inoculating. Uh, the the Russian the Russians with um for smallpox mm-hmm. like that was a thing that she was known for and a couple of other like big things like that, but like widely considered one of if not the greatest leader in the country's history. Uh, that's true. Yeah. So like you know that he's gonna like you know that he's gonna die right. Who who he's played by Nicholas Holt by the way is is uh um uh, Peter is yes yeah. Peter uh, who he's just wonderful he's Nicholas Holt so is. He's, he's the kind of actor, like, I don't think about how brilliant he is until you see him in a role like that. And like, oh, fuck, this guy's good. Yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, like, because, I mean, you you reckon he was Beast in the first class uh, X-Men, mm-hmm. right? So, yes. like, you see him in that and you're like, uh, and then you remember seeing him in other movies and you're like, oh, right. You're actually a really good actor. Like, I'm sorry, but... Uh, uh, yeah, so you know that he's going to die. So there's always these instances in which, like, you're like, oh. Is he gonna? Is he almost gonna die? And then he sort of survives, and you're like, ah, you got me, because you know it's <laughs> happening. So like, yeah. they can really play into that sort of red herring, like fooled ya. Is this the moment? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. And I love that about it. Uh, but you know who else is in that show? Who's that? Uh, Sasha Dawan. Um, who, if you are up to yes, date on yes, uh, Doctor yes. Who, well, I guess I say oh, up to date, God. but like by four years or whatever, uh, is yeah. the new master. He is, ah. yeah, that scene, oh man, when he- I recognized him at first, like, I like, I know this guy, but like, I, I didn't make the connection with him being the master because he's such a weenie he is in such The a Great, weenie. and he yeah. plays that, that weeniness so strongly that you forget that he's a fucking badass as the master. Yeah. And you see little bits of that personality come through every now and then. And that reminds me that like when he's like hasn't you know revealed himself as the master yet, he's a bit of a weenie in Doctor Who. Yep. So like he plays that pivot so well. Yeah. See that that one in Doctor Who, that master reveal uh totally through i did not expect that i did not see that one coming missy however i think it was like the sec- the first episode where you just see her and she's like oh did my boyfriend throw you off the thing or did you jump it was hard to tell welcome to paradise and i was like who is this woman i was like oh she must be part of this underworld thing but then the second episode you see her i was like holy shit she's the master holy fuck but this one when he was like you may know me by another name master i was like what the f- what <laughs> that one completely threw me for a loop and i was like holy that was that was a really cool reveal uh i'm sad that jody whitaker is is leaving without th- this is kind of how i felt about capaldi although i still feel like capaldi um has still one of the uh heaven sent and hell bent are are my absolute favorite episodes 
of Doctor Who. Like, that's my first favorite episode of Doctor Who I've ever watched. And that's a Compaldi episode. Um, directed by Rachel Talele, by the way, who was the director for Tank Girl. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, but he- Heaven Sent and Hellbent are my two favorite Doctor Who episodes. Um, next to A Good Man Goes to War is, is the one right after that is like my second favorite episode. Um, but uh, I feel like Jodie Whittaker with a better writer, a showrunner, could have really gone off as a good doctor. I think uh, I think people will look back on her as a fun doctor and be like, oh, she was really cool. But I think right now it's not as great, but I feel like it, it's going to in retrospect. Like people now are retrospectively looking back and being like, holy shit, Capaldi was very underrated because he was. Um, but I feel like Whitaker is going to be the same. So here's the thing. Like I, I thought Capaldi as the doctor as like as an actor was brilliant from the beginning but just did not like the writing for his series i i think um and yeah i currently love jody whitaker i think that that she's phenomenal i think that she also has she's been harmed a little bit by some eh, writing here and there but i think like she as an actor and like really embracing that character is phenomenal uh and like I'm, I'm not caught up, so I don't know how her tenure ends. But the first couple seasons, whatever that we have seen of her, uh, so so good. Yeah. Um, well, she's got. I don't, uh, we the, just the, did the Flux, which was six episodes, and then she's got. Uh, then she just did the New Year's Eve special, and she has two more episodes left, and then she is. Okay. Uh, and then she's done. So. Yeah. Uh, Heaven Sent and Hell Bent aren't absolutely excellent. I feel like the Capaldi seasons. Almost just they they go a little bit. Uh, I'm not. This isn't a complaint or like they shouldn't have done this. I, I get why they do, but I almost feel like they went a little bit too down the pit of despair with him. Yeah, I mean they are very depressing. Like all of the things. Like he he definitely. I feel like he gets the worst of all the choices. Like mm-hmm. uh, all the decisions, and he's very cynical as a doctor. Like he's yeah. he's not the you know charismatic you know whimsical Matt Smith. He's not the you know, decisive and, and like almost emo tenant, you mm-hmm. know, and he's not the, the giddy, you know, Londoner in, in Eccleston. Like he's, he's, he's the doctor who's seen some shit and is kind of, he's kind of over it. Like mm-hmm. it is very apparent that he's kind of like, no, fuck you. I've been doing this for thousands of years. Like, no, fuck this. <laughs> That's Capaldi mm-hmm. for all of his seasons. And he still has his moments, you know, but like he very much, he's fucking done with it. Like he is, he is like, I fucking give up. And that is, that is kind of the theme, you know, all the way up through his, reg- his uh, re- um, regeneration. He even like, I don't want to regenerate. I'm done. I just want to yeah. be done. Like, let me just die. And I feel like it's largely his supporting cast that keeps the the story moving because yeah. like that's where almost all of the like the comic relief and like beams of light come from yeah like nardole and missy and yeah mm-hmm. totally yeah bill bill was great bill, bill was great um she deserved another the, season the early episodes with the uh the the like his equivalent of the uh, uh what is what is the the irregulars like his equivalent of like oh, the big yeah, shooter, yeah. Like irregulars yep uh, they're, they're just taking London by storm. Yep. I love uh, that. Love that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, but we're, no. we're, I want, I want to watch, is any of the new season available streaming yet? Uh, the flux. I don't think so. Um, yeah. but I would assume it would be very soon. Um, I hope so because I want to watch it. Yeah. 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 
Um, speaking of watching <laughs> things, uh, we have a brand new episode this Sunday. So as we mentioned earlier, we we're talking about the movie Shanghai Fortress, which is currently streaming on Netflix uh, in the US. Um, this is a Chinese film. Uh, there is the option, I believe there's the option to listen to watch it dubbed versus watching it uh, subbed. Um, I watched oh, yeah? it subtitled only because so that was I, yeah. default uh, on my Netflix, so I don't know. Um, but yeah. I think there is a way to watch it. Uh, I think you just change the the audio to English and thing, but I'm not entirely sure. I know that oh. some shows you can do that with. Um, but uh, so there it is. That So if you're the type of person that watches movies before we review them, that is your avenue to do that uh, here, here in the States, as they say. Um, but yeah, so we're continuing on with our alien theme month. So thanks a lot for listening, everybody, to this bonus episode where we ranted about Doctor Who and other things. Um, if you have not subscribed, please make sure to do so. Uh, and you know, so you get notified whenever episodes like this drop. Um, we have a brand new episode every Sunday with a bonus episode every Thursday. Uh, and of course, follow us on social media, links down below. And the biggest one, of course, uh, make sure to uh share uh this ansomnium with 100,000 of your closest friends. Thank you. So thank you. It's it's great. They, it means so much to us that you're doing it's, that. It's, you know, we really appreciate it. Uh, so thanks a lot for joining us, everyone, and we will see you Sunday. Yeah. father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.